What is going on, everybody? What is going on? How you guys doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. Got my man here today with me, Mr. Paulie D. Stoop Life. Yo, how you doing, man? How you doing? You feeling okay today? You feeling okay? I'm good. I'm all right. Like, you know, yesterday was a rough day for you. Like, it was a rough day on, like, multiple ends. So yes, we had to have yeah, on here today to make tough. your day a little bit better, to make that week go a little bit it's better. Tough. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, the fucking Phillies and, and the Packers. Exactly, and It just man. wasn't a good mix. It was like it was like mixing, you know, two different liquors. It, it was tough you know, for you. It I messed mean, you up. Yeah, yeah. It was tough night. Tough, tough night. But you know what? But you know what? And there you go. I but feel you your know. pain. I feel your pain there. I mean. But she knows. She what? knows. What hurt worse for your dad here? What hurt worse for him? The Packers losing or the Phillies losing? Which one hurt? She'll worse? probably say the Packers. She'll, she'll probably say right now the Phillies. It had to be the Phillies. I mean, I mean, at least at least the Packers. You got a couple games left. Um, it wasn't yeah. a good performance at all. You know, we're gonna get into that a little nah, bit here. Shit. We're gonna get a little shit. bit into that tonight, guys. Tonight we're gonna hit yeah. you with a wide variety of things. We're gonna talk about our our overreactions. From this week in the NFL, week five NFL, we're going to talk about our regular reactions because there's not really any more overreactions, quote unquote. There's a couple things we could talk about more on so about like overreactions on who the hell are you going to pick up on waiver wires in fantasy football? I don't know. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about playoff baseball, mainly the Phillies because we are from Philadelphia. And then we're going to talk a little bit about UFC coming up. We got a couple great events to end the year. Combat sports people, we're going to get back into that. But main focus, let's start it off right now. Let's start with Thursday night football. Feels like it was a century ago. Now, I don't know if you guys were one of those people because there was 52% of fantasy football owners benched DJ Moore. 50%. It's wild. Yeah, so 50%. And how did that back up? Fields. How did that backfire on them? I, so, wanna, I mean, listen, like, listen. I want to know how bad. I'm, that I'm ended gonna, up being for a lot of fans. I'm going to feel a little bit bad for people because in our fantasy football group chat that we got going on, we had two people. One person asked, DJ Moore or Garrett Wilson? And it was unanimous. We all said Garrett Wilson. Given the fact that it was, you know, Thursday night football, the Bears, you know, how are the Bears going to do on a short week? Garrett Wilson was yeah. playing Denver. We're like, eh, you know what I mean? Why not? And, uh, yeah, that backfired on them. So sorry for anyone who took our advice on that one. Uh, I hope you still won your game. Because my fantasy football game, I started out 49 to nothing. I was down. And I ended up winning. I ended up winning still. I got lucky because of your Packers actually did one thing good for me. But let's talk about this. Whose performance do you think was actually better long-term, Fields or more because more at 200 yards receiving three touchdowns, but the guy that threw it to him had four touchdowns and like 300 yards. I, I think this meant more for Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, everybody was saying he was a shitty, he's a shitty quarterback, which I don't think he ever is. I don't think he ever was, but I finally, I think they finally got their camaraderie and we're going to see where it goes from here. Um, I do hope that it's not longevity because I got to see him again this year. We'll see. But my team got to play them. But you know what? Justin Fields has never been a bad quarterback. He's just System, it's not coaching, situation for that type stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's how it is. I agree with you completely. I think I think Moore's been a good good wide receiver his whole career. People just overlooked yeah, him because of Carolina. Then he came over, had a couple bad weeks. He said some shit on Hot Mike where he wasn't happy about getting the ball. But I mean, come on, it, it is what it is. Speaking of coaching, though, my overreaction about this game, and I don't even know if it's an overreaction, but this is one of my overreactions for the game, is Riverboat Ron ain't no damn good coach. He ain't never been a good coach. He got lucky one year, and he ain't been good since. They need to kick his ass out and give the enemy the, 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 the head. They need to give him the chance. I agree. I agree. I think that's why he's there, though. I think that's why Eric Bieniemy chose Washington instead of going to be a head coach for Houston. Or anybody like that. Yeah. Um, not, I yeah, think, think he has an opportunity there. I mean, offense didn't yeah. look good, so it doesn't really look good on him. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think Riverboat Ron got to go. The enemy comes in. I agree with you. I think that's why he was there. I think, I think, he, 
I think he's there because um, I, I, he has a lot. This is the best team he could have probably cho- chosen. Yeah, uh, Eric Bieniemy. I agree. I agree. Um, they still stink, regardless of who the coach is. But uh, you got the most sacked quarterback in the league. Your offensive line um, is that bad. Washington, sorry, but you ain't gonna be good when you got a a, a D quarterback and an F line. I mean, it, it just I don't know though. I don't think Sam has a bad quarterback though. I don't like him. Listen, I got I got McLaurin in a couple leagues. Throw the man the fucking ball. Until you do, you suck. I don't Dotson. like him. He's Bye. Dotson. I Bye. think they're using Dotson a little bit more. That's I why. Mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's hard to be a good quarterback or win games when your offensive line's that bad. Uh, hey, like I said on Thursday night's podcast, Washington is a lot overlooked because of the way they played Philadelphia, and they're not a good football team. Thursday night football, I don't judge teams, but I think the Bears have a lot of potential going forward coming off this game. Just let Fields be Fields, and we'll go. Now we got to talk about the other games we got going. We got we got London, part two. How unfair is it that they allow Jacksonville to stay in London for two weeks, Buffalo comes in, and then the Jaguars go 2-0 and in London. They beat the Bills. Now they're seven and five overall in London. I feel like they should just move Jacksonville to London. I don't know if that's an overreaction, but in in my opinion, if we're looking for a team to go overseas, you start with London. But we don't really got a lot to talk about. We got Hollywood, London, ETN, hundred eighty five yards, like back to back games. Now I want to ask you something real quick. Did you see? ETN's post about how he was playing himself. Yes, he played himself. I was about to say that he played himself in in a fantasy, and he was like, "I." I mean, he dominated. (laughs) He dominated, but I don't really think that's the story of the game. I think the story of the game is Stefan Diggs on the sideline with Josh Allen looking at him like, "All right, dude, I'm done with you." Is he is he finally seeing that? That's just Mike Allstar with a with with an arm. Well, see, the problem is here. So I originally saw it. I don't know if you saw the video of Stefan Diggs slamming his helmet with Josh Allen kind of like glazing over looking at him like, dude, relax. Um, I didn't see the game because uh, I didn't watch that game. But I assumed it was Josh Allen throwing a pick. But it was actually Stefan Diggs fumbling the ball. Um, yeah, it was him fumbling the ball. I don't know how much that's actually going to affect going, going long-term forward, but I will say this. If the Buffalo Bills do not make it to the Super Bowl, do not expect Stefan Diggs back in Buffalo. I don't know if that's really an overreaction, but I think it's an honest reaction because these guys seem to like uh, not like each other. I, I, they're both very skilled, but they don't like each uh, other. It kind of reminds me of T.O. McNabb. They're both good. They both play, but it's kind of like I'm out. Um, yeah. You're on a hot mic. Your mic's off. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, it, it, they just don't mesh well. You know, a lot of great players can't play with other good players. Yeah. I mean, I knock Josh Allen all the time. I do call him Mike Allstott with a, an arm all the time, but he's still a great player. Yeah. Um, Stephon Diggs. But you know what, though? Stephon Diggs had problems in, in Minnesota, too. So, I mean... Yeah. Could Stefan Diggs possibly be a little bit high-headed? I mean, I like well, the guy. I think I think Stefan Diggs is kind of the problem because of his ego. I mean, especially like now, like we just talked about before, we see these prima donna wide receivers, every one of them. Do I blame them? Not really. I mean, because look what they're yeah. getting paid now. They want to get them receptions because the more receptions they get, the more yards, touchdowns, whatever, their their money goes up. So I don't really blame him because it is about money. But at the end of the day, like, Stefan Diggs was freaking out that much at Josh Allen when it was his fault that they lost. I don't know the whole full details yeah. of what's going on there, but it didn't look too good. Um, but all I'm going to say is stay tuned for my picks because they get the Giants this week. Lock. They are 14.5-point favorites. <laughs> They're going to blow the fuck out. Thank God I got Stefan Diggs in fantasy football. I'm playing Josh Allen. I'm not too happy about it. Uh, but, hey, whatever. It is week five, and there are only two teams that remain 5-0. and One of them being our hometown Philadelphia Eagles. The other one being yeah. the San Francisco 49ers. Which team do you think is better, though? Um, I I'm going to say it like this. I mean, for me. It really is. It's an easy answer for who me. Who do you think? 
Who do you think is better than? If you're being an unbiased fan, how can you not look at what the Niners are doing overall as a collective team and not pick the That's 49ers? They are dominant on every single That's side what I was of say. the ball. It's out there. I'm not even Niners. knocking the Eagles. Just the Niners look that yeah. good. Like they just look that much better. Um, they look that good. My next question that my next question that was going to be after X. I was going to say the Niners. Can we stop hating on Brock Purdy? Listen, Brock Purdy played an unbelievable game. He was 17 for 24, 252 yards, four touchdowns, no turnovers. And not only like them stats don't step out the paper or look at you like, oh wow, like he got them, he got them Josh Allen numbers. But the way that he executed every play against a defensive line like Dallas, because let's get it wrong, like we're from Philadelphia, we like say, yo, Dallas sucks, this and that. Dallas is still a very good football team, and they chewed that defense apart. They chewed them apart, and it started with Brock Purdy because Christian McCaffrey only had, what, 53 yards rushing, and Brock Purdy was the one that picked them apart. Uh, I'm not going to knock him. Right now, honestly, like if he was – if this guy was a first-round pick, he'd be – no argument, they'd have him an MVP. But the fact that he was drafted last is why people are not getting his credit. And it's like, y'all forget, Brady was drafted last too. And Brady's putting up numbers. You're off again. Your mic's off again. I'm getting really tired of disrespect towards him, though, because I like Brock Purdy. I think even last year, I don't think he would have been too much of a difference maker when you guys played him in the NFC Championship. I don't know. He's I think he might have been a little bit better. He's twelve and zero in games. I, I didn't would have been a little bit better. Though. Yeah. I mean, so at what point do we get this, to? Does he have to be sixteen and zero until we start saying, "All right, no, this no." This this is a body of work. This yeah, this is a body of work that, that I'm very impressed with. He, um, he, I mean, listen, like San Francisco runs a system that they run, but. I mean, look, like, he's running it better than he runs Brock, it like, perfect though. Like he's done it better than Jimmy G. Yeah. They're like the, the reason I picked them is because they're, they're just I like the system they run. Uh, they got you know Bosa's dominating on the defensive side. Yeah. You got you know, their defensive backs are good. You got IU Kittle, Debo. Yeah. I love them. But then we got the, then we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles no slouch either. We are five and zero. Uh, we won twenty three to fourteen. They should have easily won that game by double digits, given the fact that yeah. they out-yarded them 454 yards for the Eagles, 249 yards for the Rams. Uh, so that right there, that number right there, the fact that they only won by nine and almost doubled them in yards, shows yeah. the lack of efficiency that the Eagles are running yeah. on offense right now. And I'm not worried about it is right it, now. Uh, but is it your coordinator, though? Is it your offensive coordinator currently giving you? I, think it's, I, I don't like the way you. I don't like the way he's drawing his plan up with you guys. Um, and gotta, we got to knock Hurts a little bit. And I love Jalen Hurts. I'm a big Jalen Hurts defender. But the decision-making really isn't pretty right now. Yeah. I mean, listen, the one interception he threw in the corner of the end zone, that was a hell of a play. It was a bad throw, though. He shouldn't have threw it there, but yeah. it was still a great play on top of a bad throw. Um, he did have 303 yards passing, 72 yards rushing. He was good. Um, they finally got Goddard involved. So I like to say the coordinator's coming around, you know, to get these guys yeah. involved. That, um, I think that, you that was realize, big for to come out. Yeah, you got to realize that if you get all these weapons involved in the game, it makes it a lot easier. But you still got, like we said with Fields, you got to let Hurts be Hurts. He's not a pocket passer. Can he pass in the pocket? Absolutely. But he's not your Brock Purdy type of guy. Like they, these <laughs> NFL coordinators and and owners and coaches, they seem to you pay your quarterback and then all of a sudden just stick him behind the line. You got to let him play why they got that money. He's smart enough, too, where not like Anthony Richardson, he ain't a rookie. He knows how to avoid getting a big hit. So he doesn't really get hit big. So I like that about him. But uh, these defensive backs got to step it up because, listen, I get Nakua. The dude was balling. He had seven catches on 11 targets. And then Cup Cup had eight catches on 12 targets. My man Coop's back, bro. My Um, man Coop came in. I was like, I still got it. My my overreaction for these guys right here is the fact that it might not be an overreaction. It's actually an honest question I have for you and I have for other people listening. If the Rams, they're they're 2-3 right now. Let's say they miss the playoffs Mm -hmm. and Nakua balls out and keeps doing what he's doing. Where's Cooper Cup go? He keep his ass. 
You gonna keep both of them? You don't think Cooper Cup? But you could trade. You don't him. think Cooper Cup's okay with team number two? No, I'm not. I'm not even, well, who, not even arguing that. I'm just saying if they are a missed playoff team, Matt Stafford's older. You gonna look for a quarterback yeah. in the draft? Could you possibly trade him and some picks or another player nah. to build? Because what if Aaron Donald retires? That's a big hole yeah. you got to fill there. Cooper Cup's a big piece. You got a guy like Nakua that can easily replace him. Like you know, look what look. The only reason I bring it up is because you remember what the Rams did with Jared Goff. Once Jared Goff was starting out on his contract year, they traded him, and they rebuilt yeah, it. Man. That's why they traded him. So it's like Cooper Cup. How much money is he going to ask? Because he he's still a beast. So it's like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. Because Nakua ain't getting traded, but maybe Cooper Cup. The injury, you know, history is big. So maybe he could be getting traded. You know, it's. I'll take him on my team. It's a shame. But shit. I mean. But a lot of things got to factor in. A lot of things got to factor in that the Rams never really had a sturdy run game. So he was getting a lot of action. Between two so, guys, I mean, they had 23 targets and 15 catches. Like, crazy. It's crazy. I mean, crazy. And, and they're both running like the identical routes on the opposite sides of the field. It's me personally, like, like two. I keep them and I hope Stafford stays healthy. I'm <laughs> and they get like, I'm I don't know, them. because they're not a bad team. Maybe they get another running back. I don't know. There's probably going to be some players out there that are available if you can Maybe. find any healthy. Uh, but yeah. Um, what do you think about Joe Burrow? It's my guy back. Shout out to all y'all that put Joe Burrow on the bench this week because I knew a couple Wait, of them. Dad. I played him. I Joe played Tyson. my guy because if he wasn't going to ball against him, he played Arizona. If he wasn't going to ball, I had to play him. Listen. Joe Tracy, we're going to see if he's back next week. I, I, I don't think he's back. I think he got that Daniel Jones effect from two years ago when he's like – or when uh, – when, uh, when, um, what's it called? Eli, when Beckham was a pro and he just threw it up. Beckham caught it. It was just like, yo, just throw it up the chase, bro. Like, that dude can make plays. I mean, just throw it to him. Yeah. What did Chase say, though? What Chase said, I'm always fucking open. That's what he said. I'm always fucking open. He said, excuse my French. I mean. <laughs> he said, I'm always open. He's not lying, though. I mean, he literally was open. He had, like, 21 nah. targets. <laughs> it was yeah. so crazy. What was his numbers here? I have him here. He had 15 catches, 192 yards, 97, and three touchdowns. Yeah, 92 yards, uh, yeah. TDs. Joe, Joe Burrow went 317 yards, three TDs, and one interception. I mean, I'm not going to say he's back yet. Uh, I didn't watch his game film on him yet, but, I mean, judging by that, it looks like he was. But at the same time, you're playing the Arizona Cardinals. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I hope he's back. I, I like the Bengals, but uh, – We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, 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 I'm a big Joe Burrow guy too, but I don't know, man. I, I think I don't know how things are looking right now. Yeah, I'm gonna they got to get it together, bro. I'm gonna have to say, give them a couple. The division, the division can get real ugly real quick if you know what I mean. So yeah. <laughs> that division is is not it's not pretty, bro. It can get ugly. Yeah, we're, we're gonna keep you, it. You lose a game in that division, you usually lose. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Right now they're two and three. They're only one. Two games back or three or one? They're, they're the one game. Think about it, they're one game back because the Steelers somehow beat the Baltimore Ravens seventeen to ten with like no offense playing at all. Like, <laughs> like well, what happened? What the happened birds, in Baltimore? The, the, the Raven. You know what it is. Lamar doesn't play well against Pittsburgh. He so never does. That's why I'm glad. Too much He's not good. <laughs> I want I want all of you guys right now that are listening or watching on our, our YouTube at Stoop Knockout to go look up Lamar Jackson's actual stats for that game. And then go look at the team stats. Lamar Jackson only had 236 yards in that game, but he had a quarterback rating of 92-plus. That's because they had seven drops. They're wide receivers. Seven drops, bro. Yeah, those wide receivers are trash, bro. They're they not good right now. Like, so every single Weird. person wants to knock Lamar Jackson, but it's like they catch them balls, they win that game thirty four to seventeen. It's, it's not good, man. It, the receivers drop. He, it looks like they had a bunch of you know Kentavious Tonys out there. So I mean, listen, they were still up ten nothing. They gave up seventeen. Yeah. They they gave up fourteen yeah. points in the in the fourth quarter. How yeah. good is Mike Tomlin, bro? Like how good is Mike Tomlin? Like. 
This dude just Alapinko. wins, bro. Like, unbelievable. I Hall mean, of Fame coach. There's no, there's nothing else she could say. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Now, I, I, he's, he's, I'm not going to pick, the, pick the Steelers to continue to win that division. I'm going to take Baltimore, but uh, this win right here is a very, very good win for the Steelers going forward. If they could somehow oh, manage yeah. to figure out how to get that <laughs> run game going, they could be pretty good. They could be pretty good. Um, I agree. I agree. So, I do like. I like. I like that too. Do you got them winning the division, Baltimore or Pittsburgh? Or, or you got the Bengals um, coming back. That's what I'm saying. I don't know who's actually going to win this division. This is the, the ugly. I'm not saying ugly in the ugliest way. I'm saying, like, this is a yeah. hard division, bro. It is. This it is, is like, this is the, this is Kensington of the NFL. <laughs> it ain't pretty, bro. And you're not going to go to any of these teams. And this, this AFC South is nasty. So they are, bro. It's up for grabs, in my opinion. It's up for grabs. I mean, who are, for all we know, the fucking Browns might pop out. Who knows? Yeah, I don't um, know. I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's weird, man. It's you know what though? It's old school football. That division comes with old school football. Yeah, and I love it. I love it. So let's talk about we'll a little see. bit of uh, wild numbers that we had from this week. It's gonna be something new I have here, but we got a couple wild numbers we have here. First one is the Miami Dolphins. Everybody wants to talk about the Miami Dolphins. They actually broke the 2,000 Rams record for most total yards in the first five weeks of the NFL season with 2,568. I don't have on top of me what the number for most yards in the season is, but I'm going to say they're going to break it even though they just lost Achane, the running back. They got most hurt. They're going to get Wilson yeah, back. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Like, do you, do you feel like they could win with this type of offense? Like, the way that they're playing? Or do you think there's going to be Miami? In this NFL? In this NFL today? I mean, Patrick Mahomes just had a, a record, record year last year with yards. I mean, it's about airing motherfuckers out. Yeah. I mean, they just traded for Claypool. They got your boy, your Robbie, chosen. It's actually Robbie Anderson. That's why I didn't know who the hell it was. <laughs> we called a 67 yard touchdown last two weeks you know ago. What? I was like, Tem- fuck this guy. That's Temple's like, oh. finest, bro. That's Temple's yeah. finest. I mean, they are just fast. Um, they got a Chane out, yeah. though. So for all you fantasy football players, but they still have Mostert. Uh, yeah. Are we forgetting they have Raheem Mostert sitting there? I mean, listen, it's like, <laughs> I mean, they're so fast. They're so fast. I, we'll it's a track meet. Keep Tyree Kill on that field, and you'll be all right. Um, if Tyree Kill catches his injury bug like a lot of these other players we're going to talk about shortly here, that offense is going to go. It's going to go down. So why are we not talking about Tyree Kill as MVP, guys? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, because like wide receivers. That offense without Tyree Kill is not even close. So I don't know. Another stat I want to bring up for you. C.J. Stroud, I love to hate Ohio State quarterbacks because in the NFL they stink. But this guy is going to be great. A bad Did you know he now, a bad he's good. he now holds the record for most consecutive pass attempts without an interception to start a career at 186. That's pretty good. Crazy. And uh, honestly, the way I'm watching this guy, he looks like he's not going to – I mean, they're going to probably announce it and say it during the game so they'll jinx him. But uh, yeah. as of right now, dude, dude is I mean, he's accurate, bro. He's accurate. Uh, he's very accurate. Tank Dell, your boy Tank Dell, got a concussion, so he's likely going to miss next week. So maybe that'll factor in. But let's just let's just pick a number for shits and giggles. We're going to have a five dollar bet here for cheesecake bet. No, no, she we're going to have a five dollar bet for the Philly fades. Philadelphia Eagles Autism Foundation that we are running on Sundays. Shout out, shout out to Eagles. Shout out so, to Eagles Autism. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have a bet for that. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, there, go back check our page. We're running a uh, a fundraiser charity foundation for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles Autism Foundation. Shout out Philly Fades. He's doing haircuts for charity. We'll be live this weekend again Sunday at 12 p.m. Giving haircuts for charity at the pub in Phoenixville. Check us out. We got beer. I think pong. I might, get, I, I think I might have him hook me up this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, a five dollar bet. What number of attempt do you think he will throw an interception on? He's at one eighty six. So how many will he throw 
until he throws the pick. I'm gonna go. How much is he averaging? How much is he averaging per game? How many attempts is he averaging per game? Uh, I don't know. Let me say one eight six five. He's averaging thirty seven attempts a game. It's a lot. That's that's pretty crazy. He's a lot. Um, I'm he's throwing a lot. Um, to not throw a pick either, and that that's pretty good. So I'm gonna go one eighty six. I'm gonna say he throws a pick on his twelfth attempt. So I'm gonna say he just gets short of uh of. 200. So I'm going to go with... I want to say 191. I'm going to go 191. 191. I'm going to go 196. I'm going to go 191. I think... I didn't know he was throwing the ball that much, bro. That's a lot during every game. That's a lot. I mean, he's still good. Um, Another stat, we'll give another one. We got two more I want to talk about here. Uh, This one's actually pretty crazy. That... Um, the last time Desmond Ritter lost a home football game, he was in high school. He's 31-0 at home across NCAA and NFL. That's a crazy stat, bro. Considering the fact that Atlanta is, hasn't been good at home in the last couple of years. For all you better well, out there. How many, games, how many games has he been the starting quarterback for Atlanta, though? Because remember, I think, I think this is what seven game. Yeah, I think six, six? or seven. I'm not, six and zero as a starter at home. That's impressive. Well, no, no, no. I don't. Know, I don't know how many of them were at home. Maybe, maybe three or four of them were at home in the NFL. I don't know. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Um, that's crazy. But the, the, my my last stat I want to talk about before we get into some of these injuries and in the, in the playoffs real quick. The Giants. We all know how bad they are, but do you know how bad they've been? They are the only team in the entire NFL that has not taken a single snap with a lead this season. Five weeks in, zero snaps with the lead. And like I said, they play the Bills this week, so might as well flip it over another week. <laughs> Giants fans, y'all are dumb. You, you're in trouble. They're in trouble there, man. Uh, but, yeah, it's in trouble. But real quick, I want to talk about some of these injuries because, like, Man, we talk about it every week. But if you, if you're if you're a fancy football owner and you need a running back right now, good luck. You're in trouble because we've got H N out. A couple weeks hamstring injury. Why you got We got James Conner going to the IR knee injury. Typical James Conner gone. I forget the backup's name in Arizona, but like good luck. You got some weird ass name. Don't know. Khalil Herbert. Doubtful. He's probably going to miss four to six weeks with a hamstring injury as well. The big injuries of the week, though. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's going to the IR with a hamstring injury, likely to miss four to six weeks. I want to talk about that real quick. What happens if they lose all four of those games? Justin Jefferson come back? What's going to happen? Minnesota's about to implode real quick. Real quick. Because you got Kirk. Did you say my man? Did they just pay him? No, Kirk Cousins is on a contract year, but he cannot be franchise tagged. So they're in trouble. Well, or, or they should trade him, right? But there's a rumor. I'm enjoying it. There's I'm a, keep it real, chum. I'm enjoying it. What do? What do you do with Kirk Cousins? I think I, I I think he's is what he is. I don't hate Kirk. I think he's a better Philip Rivers. So if you're Minnesota, so you're either, do you try and sign him back to a reasonable deal? Or do you trade him or let him walk? Given the fact, like I said, I'm trading him. I want a younger guy. Okay, I want a younger guy. I want, I want somebody who's gonna who's gonna fall in. I mean, I agree. Could that be a place where Caleb Williams? But would Caleb Williams fall that? I want to give a lot of you some hope here. There's been a lot of rumors out there along the NFL Twitter grapevine that they offered Just Jefferson a contract over the season and he declined it. He didn't decline it because of money. They offered him a record high in money, but he declined it because he wants to play with Kirk Cousins. So, you would trade him. Now, hypothetically speaking, you might get Justin Jefferson as well if you trade for him later in the season, given the fact that he's out. Man, like I said, they're going to implode real fucking quick in Minnesota. Take some notes from Chicago. You're in the division. Y'all, like, dude, it's going to implode real quick there because... I think you trade Kirk Cousins. If you lose next week, you're already like three three games down. You you can't stop anybody. He, he, my, you can't just let him walk. Like you can't just let him walk. You gotta trade him. Um, but we'll see. I mean, 
if they tank and get Caleb Williams, I'm pretty sure Justin Jefferson will be pretty happy, and that'd be pretty scary, but we'll see. Uh, another injury we got, Andy Richardson. Comes back from an injury, hurts his shoulder, AC joint. Likely out five to eight weeks. He With that type of injury, he's a rookie. He's probably going to miss the whole yeah. rest of the year. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. They are three and two. Their team looks pretty good right now. Um, I think Gardner Minshew might hold him over. I think. I think honestly, think for next week, next couple weeks is good. Well, he got an AC joint in his throwing shoulder as a rookie. Uh, he might not be back. You know, they didn't put him on. And IR this is yet. another year. This is another year for Gardner to prove himself. So I mean, yeah. we'll whenever he has to do that, he's been okay. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see, we'll can see do. what happens there. Um, a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries, man. Um, we can just make a, a chart. I'd put it behind me. It'll cover my whole wall with, quote-unquote, major injuries. Um, yeah, major yeah, injuries. My, my <laughs> least favorite injury of the year was Emmanuel Mosley from Detroit. Um, keep it in your division. Defensive back. Made his first start this week since tearing his ACL in week five last year. Tore his other ACL in week five this year. I feel bad for that guy, man. That sucks. Yes. Yeah, but hey, sometimes that makes you better. So heal up. Yeah. Everyone else, uh, good luck on there. But that's enough fans. That's enough football talk. We got to talk about our Phillies real quick. MLB playoffs right now, guys. Name a better sports city than playoff Phillies. Name one. I mean,. We're going to find out tomorrow when the Phillies come and Atlanta comes and they try to talk shit about our MVP. Even though I like the shit they were saying, I like it. But it, it, you don't do that in Philly, bro. You don't do that to Philly because uh, I'm gonna usually keep it real you get an ass whooping after. I'm going to keep it real with you. We're, what, 23 and 11 in the past, what, 50 games and uh, playoff games in, in, at home? Yeah. Pretty good. Like, we're. We're not – this is not a place you can come and just win. And then they have to play for the next three games. Yeah. Next three. It's not – this isn't like – this isn't like, oh, uh, we'll win We'll win one, we'll go back to Atlanta. It's – no, you got to win the series in Philly now. I don't think it's going to happen just off the vibe. Um, listen, Atlanta's a great team. They showed me last night. I, I'm not going to lie. I talked a little shit last night that I shouldn't have. Um, I said they ain't built like that to come with a comeback. But I mean, baseball guys talk. I never been a huge talker when it comes to baseball. But, I mean, listen. I mean, um, they they were bound to score. I mean, the way that they scored, we kind of helped them. But they had the most powerful yeah, offense yeah. in the I, league. It was kind of like, all right. I mean, the first home run, I don't blame that. You know what? Listen, just what happens. Wheeler was at the end of his. He was at the end, basically at the end of his shift, and he was just like, it was like the like he, it, they're like the Phillies in a way. You can't, yeah, it, it, they're identical. You know, they're identical. It, it didn't happen yesterday, but if you get Bryce Harper on base to start a game or he's leading off, usually we score. Unfortunately, last night we didn't yeah. score. But what I mean is both times we allowed Ronald Acuna to get on base, some bullshit happened, and he scored, and he that's what he won. He uh, fucking hit him. He fucking hit him. So I, like Hoffman's first hit. pitch. Think about this. Hoffman's first pitch after Willie comes out, you hit Ronald Acuna. I mean, dude, like, you can't, like, you can't do that there because you get the best player on their team momentum. It's playoff baseball, man. Like, these guys are going to yeah. come through. And first off, I do want to say, how the fuck did Riley hit the ball one-handed 415 feet? They gave, did they give him the Aaron Judge ball? Like, did he have the Aaron Judge ball? I, I think he did. Like, he went like this. He went like this. I mean, like he just pushed it. He pushed it. Yeah, he, he had the Aaron Judge ball, bro. You know what I'm talking about, right? That loaded <laughs> yeah, baseball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, that I don't know. Baseball. I don't know. It kind of looked like it was, but I mean, whatever. I mean, he might be a lumberjack. I don't know because he fucking torched it. Yeah. Uh, but for all you analytics so motherfuckers out there that say I hate analytics, they never work. Analytics would have worked on that at bat. This guy can't hit a fastball, so, oh, analytics tell us don't throw throw a fastball. What do we throw? We throw a slider. It's like there's some things, like, in playoff baseball that you don't even look at the analytics. You look at common sense. Like, even, like, everybody knew this guy 
wasn't a fastball. Like every single time he got hit, threw a fastball to him, he whiffed. Just just, just threw it. Um, and it was is what it is. I mean, it's one to one. Now we got a three game series, home advance Philadelphia. I think uh, I like our chances. I do. I'm not going to guarantee that we win, um, but we'll see. I yeah. think we can take two. No guarantees in Red October. No guarantees in October. Um, I, I if you thought you were going to go into Atlanta and sweep them on their home field, crazy. That's just a dream. That's a reach. Um, the thing that pissed me off about last night was how we lost. Um, shout out to my man. Yo, he made a hell of a play. He did. Man. Michael Harris Jr. made a hell of a play. I thought that ball was gone. People, first of all, like he went far. <laughs> If it would have hit the gate, if it would have hit the gate, Bryce is scoring. Yeah. Speaking of that, what are your thoughts on Bryce Harper? Because I was listening to 94-1, 97-5 today, and there was a lot of mixed emotions on what they think about Bryce Harper's base running in that situation. Um, what are your thoughts? Why, why, are we talking about, why are we talking about his base running? And because we lost because not trade turners to <laughs> and, and not trade turners to errors more. Well, because the end of the game was Harper. Yeah, but Trey, Trey kind of started it. Yeah. But um, I don't blame Bryce for it. Um, as much as I want to be like, you're a fucking asshole for doing that, I think he made a baseball decision because I think he thought that was going to hit the wall. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think he was sitting there like, oh, I'm going to run regardless. He knew. He, I think he saw with his eyes, I'm going to hit that fucking wall. Yeah. It's going to hit the wall and I'm out. I mean, I, it looked like it. It, it looked like it, it from our way. eyes. Exactly. Imagine from their eyes being on the field. He probably thought that was gone. I don't think he thought like, oh, he ain't catching it. Michael Harris made the play. Then he made the bigger play with that throw. Yeah. So I mean, I agree. Whew. I agree with exactly what you just said there. And I honestly think we lost the game because, like I just said, you walk Acuna twice. What happened? Yep. When you walk the best player in baseball on, or the best player on the team, the, you can't do that in playoff baseball. The rest of the team's gonna gonna rally around. They're gonna get them in. And I honestly think if Trey Turner doesn't make that first error to allow them to score first, I think we shut them yeah, out again. I, agree. I think it's a shutout again. I mean, it's been Trey's knock. It's been Trey's knock all season though. Is he has what twenty three errors? Oh yeah, in the regular season. one of the fastest players in the league. He's one of the fastest players in the league, but. He has 23 errors in his whole season. So, I mean, that's not great for a guy in this position to have. They'll clean it up, though. I, it was just sloppy baseball last night towards the end. Listen, I think – And uh, you can't be like that in the playoffs. You can't make those decisions in the playoffs and be like, we're going to recover. You yeah. can't. You know, Playoff good, is a lot of momentum. I agree. The good thing about it is going forward, we have home field advantage, and there's no bigger home field advantage in baseball right now than Philly – which is great. But not only do we have home field advantage, I very highly think we got the pitching advantage as well because they got a lot of struggling arms out there. I don't even know who's terrible. pitching game three. Um, Aaronola has been lights out in the last month. You know, Aaronola at home, he's been pretty good. He might give up a home run here and there. But uh, when it comes to yeah. playoffs, he's been, he's, been, he's been pretty good at the end of the year. He's been good in the playoffs last year. So, I mean, I think if he can get, give us – five, five and a third innings, um, kind of like a little more than Rangers Suarez did, bringing the bullpen again. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think the Phillies take this game uh, because it's – I think they got elder pitching maybe. Morden, is Morden going? I don't know. But historically, the Phillies torch Morden. Um, I looked up the stats. So, please pitch Morden. Uh, we kill him. Uh, but I don't even know if he's – I think he's on the IL still. I don't know. I, they didn't update it. Uh, as of now, uh, but I predict the Phillies to take take Game Three, um, and then we'll we'll look at Game Four going forward. I don't want to make a prediction because yeah, I don't we'll, know. I don't know. We'll be back Thursday for a reaction. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you, I think the Phillies. I, bad taste in my mouth. Bryce had this look in his eyes that that I I've seen before. We've all seen before. He had this look in his end of the game where he was like. It, I mean, that's the start it, of a tear for him. Not even being biased, like, it's hard for me to pick the Braves to even win a game in Philly. Like, it, it really it's is. Tough, yeah. I mean, but then again. Especially if it's not 
Spencer Strider's not pitching in, 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 unless it's a game five. I don't think unless it matters who pitches, five, though. That's the thing. I don't think it matters who pitches for them. No. Because at home, like, the team well, is just, they're just so, so elevated. The way the crowd is with the team, yeah. it's just like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But then again, it's man, not, it's just not the place you want to um, Yeah, you got the Astros, right? Just, just one, nine to one in Minnesota. So, uh, I mean, the road team is not a complete bust. Like, there's no chance that you can't win. Uh, but Minnesota is not Philly, but 14 hits by by Houston tonight, nine to one. They're up in the series, two to one. You think they're going to close that series out, Houston? Fuck yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. Houston's always that team, so yeah, they I think they, they close don't out. Lose this round. It, we got we got the other series going on right now. Texas is leading the series two nothing. Currently leading the game one nothing. Uh, I think that's a sweep. I think. Orioles were way ahead of schedule. Way ahead of schedule. Um, great season by the Orioles, but uh, way ahead of schedule. Yeah. Uh, Texas I agree. Ahead. I think Texas, Texas is a good team, man. I love that. I love their manager, bro. Yeah. I love their man. I love Texas' manager, bro. I do. I, he's, he's a winner, bro. He, I, when he was San Fran, I was like, damn, this guy don't fucking loot. Yeah. He's, man. He's, he's like a vampire, bro. He's won. <laughs> Yeah, he had, those, he had those, those Giants. He has won 12 of his last 13 playoff series. That's unbelievable. <laughs> like, Crazy. The Crazy. last one he lost in the World like, Series. The only he, one he lost in the last four appearances. He's definitely going to give. Houston's going to have a hard time with that. I'm going to say that right now. Hey, man, they know each other. Division. Uh, I think that's the matchup. What do you think about Dodgers? They do. Dying they do. Same state, too. We think Dodgers are down two to nothing. The Diamondbacks, yeah, Diamondbacks are shockingly, yo, the Diamondbacks, man. The Diamondbacks ain't nothing, ain't nothing, you know, you know, sleep on, man. Those like, Diamondbacks they're don't remind it. you of the Philadelphia Phillies from last year. You bring in a player, Cassianos. They brought it's in, scary. they brought in Gurriel. You got home run hitters. They got Walker. We have Schwarber. <laughs> they don't have a Harper, but they got Corbin no. Carroll, who's kind of a younger Harper. And then they got the pitching. They got Gallon. They got Kelly. They're scary, man. Um, the, the, I do like I like Gallon a lot. So Gallon's a hell of a pitcher. Yeah, he was beast last night. He was beast. I like him. Uh, the great thing is the Dodgers are favored. Was... The Dodgers are favored to win Game Three, minus one forty-five, the highest out of all the games. It's crazy. It's, Philly's it's LA, favorite. Philly's minus one thirty. It's a Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is in the game. Everybody got a chance. I mean, they it's got Betts and Freeman. So yeah, I agree with that. Um, last thing I want to say before we get out of here, real quick. We got a couple UFC fights coming up to end the year. Which fight are you most excited about? We got UFC 294, which is headlined by uh, Oliveira versus Islam. We got uh, Hamza versus um, Paulo Costa. And then after that, we got Stipe and Jones. On top of that, we got, we got uh, what's your name? Jerry versus Alex. Which of those fights are you most excited to see for the end of the year for combat sports? I want to go Jones and Stipe. It's GOAT versus GOAT. Um, I love Stipe. You know, he got me my first win in the, in the <laughs> you know, our debate. So, you know, that's my guy. Um, but I got I got to roll with that one just because it's Bones Jones versus, versus Steve. And those two are GOATs. Those are two GOATs right there. Um, second one would probably be Comzat versus Paulo. So I want to see him just I want to see him kill him. Like, and it's gonna be a fun match, and it's gonna be a fun lead up to that fight. Then I'll probably go Islam after that because you know I think I think we're gonna see what he really is about. I agree. I agree. You know he's uh, great. Listen, I'm actually like very hyped to see the light heavyweight title, like Jerry versus Alex. Um, Sleeper too, man. I I absolutely. I, I think I, Alex might fucking pull it out. It's a tough fight. They're literally the Jerry's odds a are even. Uh, Jerry's coming back from the injury. Alex is just yeah. like he's a beast. I Let's mean, he's go. A beast. Uh, obviously, I'm most excited about the John Jones fight because this dude's just gonna destroy Stepe. The, the funny thing is, I think everybody's saying destroy Stepe, but I don't think he's gonna destroy him. I think I he's gonna. Think he's it's gonna, gonna, gonna be. Remember when he fought Rashad Evans when they were friends and they are kind of timid? Yeah. I think yeah. the fact that he has so much respect for Stipe being as good as he is, yeah. the GOAT, 
that he might be a little timid early, that he's not going to come out and shoot like game. That's why he's trading with Gordon Ryan right now to get the ground game. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think Jones is going to win the fight. I think he's going to run through him in round two, but not round one. I think it's going to be a round two submission there. Uh, but, like, UFC 294 is stacked. We got all the Russians versus all the Brazilians. It's literally, like, eight of them. But all the Russians... Why are they, are like not, why are they not, like, like Dude, advertising like that? I would be advertising shit. Right. I didn't know it was go, like that. If you guys have not yet, go look up UFC 294 and look up the records of the guys fighting. It's unbelievable. You got some of the, like, there's, like, Evelev. He's, like, 14-0. and 0. You got Ankalev. They're all Ev. They all end in like Ev. Mokalev. They're all like 14 and 0, 15 and 1, 22 and 1. They're all unbelievable. Um, so, like, they literally made like it's literally Russia versus freaking uh, Brazil, like the whole fight card. Uh, so, that fight card's stacked from top to bottom because it's going to be a war. Uh, so, for you combat sports fans out there, be on the lookout. Read, read some of the names they got. They're all like Olev. Read like a couple of them. For two ninety five. Yeah, two, you got two ninety four. That's all the Russians, right? Yaz Island. I do. No, that is two ninety five. Is Jones and uh, yeah, two ninety four. Two ninety four. With the thirty right, five Russians. Oh yeah. Read like. Oh my four. god! You got Johnny Walker. Oh my! You got Islam and I'm Charles. You got Apollo versus uh, Cosmo. You got Magma Magma versus Johnny Walker. That's right there. That's. That's headlines right there. Great fight. Um, Amadab versus uh, I can't pronounce a, 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 a Krim's last name, but yeah. Then you got a uh, Said. Um, <laughs> They're all Russian and Brazilian, bro. Um, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> just say that last two letters: E F O F. Right? They're all yeah, yeah, yeah. But y'all don't sleep on that fight card. That fight card is gonna be great. That is in two weekends from now. Uh, so. Be prepared. We're gonna have a lot of a lot of podcasts because I do do a lot of my picks on uh, the Stoop Life. I do a lot of uh, the pick on picks, and going into the year, we're like seventy nine percent on the year picking them. Last fight card though, I was really bad. I was actually three and seven. That was bad. That was bad. Like everybody that I thought was gonna like win got like knocked out. <laughs> like it was, it was pretty bad, and it wasn't just me. Like I follow a couple of these other guys that pick them and they're like dude the these these us ufc apex these little cards man these guys just it's tougher um so i don't know we'll see but be ready because we also got a couple good boxing fights coming up maybe not good but we got francis versus fury coming up so we're gonna be back on we're gonna talk about that a little bit i don't know how much of a breakdown we'll give you but we'll give you some uh satire comedy of what we think is going I, I don't I don't know how much I want for me on this breakdown because I don't have much to say about this breakdown. What's I mean? So we're going to talk about huh? the possibilities of Francis if he wins, and yeah. what's actually next for Tyson Fury because he signed with Usyk. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> that's the fight I'm very interested in. So I mean, that's that's the fight I already have. I actually have that broken down on my phone already. Um, I have my notes and everything. How I think that's going to play off, but. I think uh, hopefully Tyson Fury goes in there <laughs> against Engano and it's just like, all right, let me take it easy because <laughs> Engano still does throw bombs. So <laughs> let me I mean, take it easy now. The uh, the punching power they showed like two of them yeah. getting pads. Like France or France, it was Francis versus Wilder, and yeah. Francis hits like twice as hard as him, bro. But it's like you got to understand precision. It's not just about how you hit, it's about where you hit it's and how you hit. Man. So it's, it's like, man. I mean, he, the dude hits hard as hell, bro. But, like, we'll see. Can he actually get the right we angles? Gotta in, I mean, Can he get the right angles? Can he get the right timing? Big difference. Everybody has – it only takes one punch for anybody. Yeah. But um, I just think Tyson's going to toy with him. I think he's just going to, you know, make him dance a little bit and probably – you know, Tyson doesn't look like he hits the hardest. But the thing is – He's you know, so accurate with yeah. his punches. He kind of dices you up on your, on your face with his jab. Um, then he, just, then he leans on. You. I don't think he's going. He get leans it. on you. I don't know. I don't think Francis. I don't know if Angano is going to be able to handle all three hundred pounds leaning on. Him. He's not going to hit him either because he, what the exactly. fight? The fight that he has after the Nagano fight with Usyk is like a month or two. It's like nothing. Yeah. So he's not going to get hit. <laughs> it's not gonna get hit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's gonna be a postponement. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm gonna yeah. keep it a thousand with you on this one. 
I feel like um, it, that would make sense, right? Francis is gonna take. Francis might take a bad, you know, injury in training. Then we we're gonna move on to Usyk and uh and, and uh That's what I Tyson. That's what I thought. Then we're gonna get Engano versus like some random boxer. Then we'll get Tyson Fury versus Engano. Yeah. That, that's what I think is going to be the business mind in me. That's what I see. I think he's doing saying Gano shit to keep his name. He kept wanting to keep his name kind of relevant. Um, but and get now that he's trying to and get the exactly, yeah. he's a, I and that's scary, very scary. Um, I don't think I, I don't think uh, Usyk's going to have a good time in there with him. Yeah, but know. we'll, we'll talk see. About that going we'll see. Um, I, I'll break that down for y'all. Don't worry. Um, yeah. <laughs> but all right, man. It's no disrespect. Yeah, I agree with you. But guys, we had a lot of content going on tonight. Hope you liked our reactions for the NFL, our little uh, pump up for the Phillies, and the combat talk we got going on here. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Stoop Life Sports. Check us out on Facebook at The Stoop Life, and then check us out right here on YouTube at Stoop Knockout. And we'll be back on Thursday with our picks. Because two weeks I've done picks. Two weeks I want to pick them. So be back because we're going to win another week. But, Pauly. It's a, it's a sign. It's a sign, brother. When you do when you do your pick-ems live, yeah. you, you, you have a better chance of winning. Then you won it when I was on there. So if you get on there, you might win. We'll see. So that, that means for most of you, some of y'all who like to talk sports. Yeah. How about y'all come on the podcast once in a while? Maybe you win something. Um <laughs> Maybe. I mean, good luck. Gotta beat me. I give my picks away, but you gotta beat me. <laughs> people love to people love to take those picks and change a couple, and they lose. But hey, I'm just saying. When I dive into them, we're pretty good. But we'll be back, guys. Thanks for listening, Paulie. We'll catch you later. Go Phillies, baby. Go Phillies. Later, everyone. Yeah.